Tom Wills loves the Shetland Islands coastline. The British archipelago lies at the same latitude as Greenland's southern tip. Water is Tom's element. He sails and surfs in the rough seas, and works in them as well. He's an engineer. He and fellow team members are developing a pilot project, a charging station, powered exclusively by tidal energy. A little over a kilometre away from here, there's a channel called Blumo Sound, where the tidal flow is concentrated. And our turbines sit on the seabed in about 30 metres water depth, and they're generating electricity, which arrives here via subsea cable. Off the coast of the Isle of Yell, four turbines are at work, soon to be joined by another two. They make up the first such turbine park in the sea. On a yearly average, each one supplies not only enough power for all the islanders' electric cars, but for 60 homes as well. Starting from the Shetland Islands, Tom's employer, Nova Innovation Limited, aims to conquer the world market. This is really the tip of the iceberg. This is the first project with 300 kilowatt turbines. There are many, many gigawatts, many, many nuclear power stations worth of energy out there to be harnessed that we haven't yet touched. For many years, the islands have profited from oil and natural gas production. A large terminal on the west coast provides jobs. These have been ebbing away in recent years, but the oil industry still provides prosperity for the islands. The leader of the Shetland Islands Council would like to see the British government continue granting licenses for developing new oil fields off the coast of the Shetlands. We need to acknowledge that oil and gas has created jobs in our community, so we don't want to see the oil and gas jobs sacrificed when there is the real optimism around renewable energy. So part of our role is to maximise the, the job opportunities around renewable energy and the supply chain. Many of the islanders agree. They wouldn't want to lose out on the revenues from oil and gas production in the future either. Rebecca Riley and Caelan Roberts are both training for jobs in the oil industry. There's a lot of naivety based on we need to get rid of oil and gas. We don't. We cannot get rid of it straight away. It, the transition should be welcomed, but not as immediately as everybody's arguing for. When oil and gas first started, they thought they were maybe going to get 30 years, and it's been going for 60 maybe, and I do fully believe that it's still, even like in our lifetime, there's still room for oil and gas, and it's still going to be successful for that time. On the one hand, the Shetlanders stand behind fossil fuel production. On the other, they've officially declared a climate emergency. A giant new wind farm has whipped up controversy among the residents. Many say the wind turbines are a blight on the landscape and seascape. Tom Wills asserts that wind, tidal and solar power all have to be utilised to their maximum potential. He learned to work with and not against nature from his father Jonathan, a journalist who reported on the oil industry for years. We've had no gales for three months. This is extraordinary. So what's happening is the North Atlantic circulation is changing and we're getting high pressure to the west of Shetland. We normally have it to the east and uh, the weather's changing. Whether that means the climate's changing, I don't know. But I think it's pretty clear that burning uh, all this carbon has been a very bad idea. The Tidal Energy Project is supported by the EU and the Shetland Islands Council. The power it generates is free of charge. Fiona Nicholson uses the charging station for her trips to the neighbouring island. A charge lasts her two days. Unlike the wind farms, the tidal energy turbines have stirred up no controversy on the Shetlands, mainly because they're out of sight. 
You hear the sea every day and you see the tides and my husband's a farmer so he relies on the tides for moving his animals and things. So we're so conscious of what, what the sea does here that being able to charge up our car using the power of the sea is just so different and so good. It makes such a huge difference. The technology is still in its infancy and installing the turbines remains costly. But Tom Wills sees no alternative. Not only the Shetlanders, but the entire world has to get away from polluting energy sources as fast as possible. For me, the climate emergency is about, you know, the survival and prospering of our species. And we need to decarbonize our electricity supply. So we need to leave fossil fuels in the ground. And that means harnessing every type of renewable energy that is available as rapidly as we can to replace our existing energy supplies. Once the underwater turbines go into mass production, the cost will drop, predicts Tom Wills. After all, wind and solar energy both started small and expensive as well.